Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Hey y'all, we are back with another mini-sode for you guys. So excited to jump back into these because I feel like it's been quite a while since we've actually uploaded a mini-sode and we love doing these. We love the quick and just like, here's a truth bomb for y'all and we're just going to get into it and start talking about spiritual goals is what we're going to try to tackle today with you guys. And I really like this topic because I think that a lot of us find it to be very easy to set goals and trying to grow when it comes to school and work and Mm -hmm. family and friendships and all of those other life things that we we have to deal with and we want to be better at. But it is hard to try to grow spiritually and to set spiritual goals. Mm -hmm. And I know that a lot of people, when you ask them like, hey, what's one of your spiritual goals this year? I know a lot of people in Christian realms will ask that question at the beginning of the year, right? When we're all Mm -hmm. setting resolutions and all that stuff. But here we are in 2022 and we're a little later on in the year and probably most of us have forgotten what our new year's resolutions really were but I think that spiritual goals can be looked at as hey I'm working at this long term and there's not really an end date to it right so like Mm -hmm. with fitness goals or friendship goals or work goals or whatever we kind of think that needs to happen this year or that needs to happen this month or whatever but spiritual goals are more long term so we're going to give you simple but really, really amazing spiritual goals that you can work towards this year, next year, long-term kind of deal. And these are things that have really helped us and we are learning currently even. So I'm going to let Maddie start us off with her first one and then we'll kind of go back and forth on some of those Mm -hmm. things that we want to implement into our lives and are implementing into our lives now. Yeah, so one of the things that I really wanted to focus on this year was finding some spiritual books and some just very encouraging works of literature Mm -hmm. that I could be reading throughout the year and kind of have a plan as to which ones I was going to read because I can find myself, like most of you know, I'm a big reader. So I have like 15 different books going right now and Mm -hmm. sometimes it just gets chaotic because I'll just start a new one whenever I feel like it. It takes me longer to finish them. So at the beginning of this year, I made a year-long list of the different books that I wanted to read. So Mm -hmm. three books every month, a classic, a spiritual book, and an educational book that were kind of set aside from the other books that I would be reading for school and different things like that. So I made it a priority to have spiritual books that I would be reading every single month. And obviously, I've read spiritual books and stuff before, but I just found that they were kind of getting buried under the fiction books that I was reading, Mm -hmm. over the history books I was reading. And so I wanted to just make sure that I had that penciled into my year and made sure that I was making that a priority. Mm -hmm. And that goes right along with your Bible reading and stuff. Something that I've been trying to do is really work on cross-referencing and looking at different commentaries and footnotes in my Bibles about the certain verses or chapters that I'm reading and kind of looking at the Bible as a whole Mm -hmm. because lots of this stuff wasn't really meant to be divided it up the way that we have divided it up. So, looking at the Bible as this sort of big picture where Mm -hmm. everything is working together 
to teach you different things. And I don't know, it's been very helpful because like I was just reading something in Isaiah the other day and it was a super common verse that everyone reads that's encouraging kind of. Actually, we've completely taken that verse out of context. Just reading that whole chapter was like, why do we look at this as super encouraging? Because it was about like Israel overthrowing Babylon or something, which is encouraging in a way, but it was really, the whole chapter was pretty much about like death and destruction and their Mm -hmm. kingdom falling and different things like that. We just need to look at the bigger picture with our Bible reading and obviously some of the spiritual books that I've been reading have been helping with that a lot. Mm -hmm. I definitely agree. And this year, I told you guys at the beginning of the year that I was going to read the whole Bible in a year. Mm -hmm. And I have absolutely loved it because I've started to realize like all of those little scriptures that we Mm -hmm. kind of take out of context sometimes and we look at and we know we've memorized or whatever really like there's some amazing verses but when you take it and you look at it within its context and what God was saying, what he was speaking to his people, especially, Mm -hmm. you know, the Israelites in the Old Testament, just all of that crazy stuff that they did and how God continued to show himself to them in the midst of all that. It's kind of crazy. Okay, so I'm going to get to my first one here, which is seek simplicity. And I think that a lot of especially new Christians and Christians that are longing to be serious about Jesus think that, oh, that's just too complicated. It's too hard for them, too difficult. Mm -hmm. And I'm never truly going to be able to live it out the way that he wants me to live it out because I'll never be good enough. And that's not the point. I think that we miss the simplicity in the gospel. Mm -hmm. It is so simple yet so profound that you know, like when you just look at scripture, when you pray, when you spend time with the Lord, that can change your life. (laughs) That can Mm -hmm. change your motives and your priorities and where you spend time and who you spend time with and everything about your entire life. It can change and you don't have to do it. Like that's the point of Christianity. We're not relying on ourselves to get it right because we can't. We know that. We're Mm -hmm. sinners. We're never going to get it right. And I love 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through 10, which just emphasizes that Christ gives us strength when we give him our weakness. When we hand that over to him and we say, okay, Lord, I'm done trying on my own and I need you to step in and I need you to be the one that I'm dependent on Mm -hmm. for how I make choices, what I decide to do, how I spend my time, and all of those different things that are so crucial to the big picture, right? Mm -hmm. When you look at it and you take a step back from your life and you think, okay, what's truly going to matter? He'll help you with that if you seek simplicity. And it really is simple. So don't get caught up in thinking that, oh, the Christian life's just too complicated. Mm -hmm. It's too deep. It's too, you know, all that stuff. For me, I can't do it. The thing is, you won't be able to do it. It, It's not something that we can do on our own. And praise the Lord for that because we Mm -hmm. can look at Christ and be just so thankful that he took our place on the cross and that he did save us from our sin in order that he may take our weakness and give us his strength in in that place. Yeah, I think that's a good point because Jesus came to redeem sinners who had absolutely no idea what the gospel was about. Mm -hmm. And So, he didn't overcomplicate things. He made it super simple and just said, look, here I am. I am the Messiah. I've come to save you and that's it. And I think that a way that we make sure we keep the gospel simple is by doing our own research about different things. Mm -hmm. Because I know that I have been in different worship services and stuff 
where, you know, the speaker has kind of overcomplicated a passage and they, they even confuse themselves a little bit on like mm-hmm. what they're trying to explain and stuff. But the reason I was able to recognize that they were kind of overcomplicating it was because, you know, I've studied scripture myself and with my family and within our Bible study groups and different things like that. And so, you're able to spot that right away and say, okay, Jesus did not mean for this to be that complicated. Mm -hmm. Here's the simple truth. Right. One other thing that I've been trying to do this year is really cut out the influences on social media, especially Mm -hmm. that are all fluff and are just completely pointing to the world and its agenda and that are just completely pointing towards very trivial worldly things that I don't need to be thinking about and obsessing about. And so, literally, like last week, I was following someone on Instagram who we both loved this person's account and they were a Christian and were putting out really good stuff. Mm. And just over the past few months, which we actually talked about this in a podcast episode a while ago, but just over the past few months, I've noticed like this change in the account and it's just become way more trivial and way less Jesus oriented. Mm -hmm. And this person, I think, has just kind of gotten caught up in all the worldly aspects of Christianity that can sometimes seep into the church and into our own relationships with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so, literally last week, I was debating it for a long time because I liked this person's account and I wanted to support this person for a while, but then I was just kind of like, like, I wouldn't want other people Mm -hmm. to follow this person. And that's just kind of what I was thinking about when I unfollowed them. And I was just kind of like, I don't want people going through my following list, someone who maybe they trust and they rely on to point them to good resources for your Christian faith and stuff. And I don't want them going through my following list and following someone like that. And so, I was like, okay, I'm just going to unfollow them. Mm -hmm. And honestly, my Instagram feed is a lot better now. I was kind of getting frustrated Mm -hmm. about it also because I liked this account and I wanted them to bring Jesus into the different things that they were talking about. So, Mm -hmm. it's been much better since I've kind of cut that out of my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think sometimes we get very afraid that like, oh, somebody's going to be mad that I'm going to unfollow them. And like, you know, especially our generation and younger people, I feel like they think that, I mean, for older people, they're probably like, who cares? You yeah. know, like just unfollow the person. But for us younger folks, I think we get caught up in like, this is real life and they're mm-hmm. going to be mad at me. And like, this is a friendship that we have together, you know, and all that stuff. And listen, I just think that as Christians, we need to be bold and say, if someone leads you to sin, if someone encourages sin within your life and they're not following Jesus and they're not displaying that, especially on their social media pages, it's okay to unfollow them. It's okay to block them. Mm -hmm. It's okay to even get rid of social media for a little bit in order to focus your attention on Christ if they have taken it away and you've allowed that to happen. I'm not saying that they have that power to do it entirely, right? To to Mm -hmm. get you to focus on something else or evil or sin, but it's easy to be led down that path. Okay, my second one is don't purposefully stay in your comfort zone. This is a huge one for me, which you guys may be surprised because I feel like with different ministry stuff like the podcast, the blog, whatever, I'm pretty outspoken and I'm pretty Mm -hmm. bold on those things because I am more comfortable in that realm, I guess, because it's our podcast, it's our blog, and I know where God has us heading with that. And so, I feel like, okay, I have, I don't want to say authority in that, but kind of a spiritual authority comes with that, that you just feel like, okay, I'm comfortable in this. But... 
when it comes to other things like new things that God's calling us to do or speaking opportunities or whatever. I'm like, no thanks. I'll just (laughs) stay over here behind the mic where nobody can see me and I'll be good. So I think that I can definitely purposefully stay in my comfort zone when I know God's calling me out of that. And especially when it comes to pain and different things in our lives, trials that we try to gain this comfort in by staying in our comfort zone, we think that we're going to, we're going to stay comfortable. We're just going to, you know, get through it. We're going to be okay right here where we are. And so I would just ask you, are you worshiping Jesus in the midst of your pain or do you pursue comfort by escaping it? Because when trials occur, you must press onward and move through the pain to God who allowed it to take place. So instead of pursuing comfort to escape the pain, sometimes we even miss the comfort that God provides in the midst of it for us himself. Like he does that for us. Mm -hmm. But when you purposefully stay in your own little comfort zone, which I mean, when you really think about it, it's, it's really no comfort at all. It's just what you're used to. Yeah. Um, then God can't be all that he could be to you in that time because you're not allowing him to step in and you're not allowing him to be all that he wants to be to you in your time of trial and pain and, you know, being uncomfortable and being um, a little unsure of what the future may hold. Mm-hmm. So I would just encourage you definitely don't purposefully stay there. I know it's easy to do, but it's so worth it when you step out and you allow God to do what he wants to do in your life. Yeah. So we hope this mini-sode encouraged you. Those are a few of our goals that we've had for this year, Mm -hmm. and we hope that we were able to remind you maybe of some of the spiritual goals you had at the beginning of this year or different spiritual goals that you want to start implementing. Mm -hmm. As usual, don't forget to download and don't forget to go check out our blog, Mm -hmm. www.thefew.blog. It's in the description of every podcast episode, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram if you're over there. Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you, and we will be back with another mini-sode hopefully very soon. Bye, guys. (laughs)